Greetings and welcome to this special emergency broadcast from Lave Radio. Today, Lisa Vu and I attended the EGX, or Eurogamer Expo as it used to be called. David Braben kindly gave us some time to talk about the 30 year anniversary of Elite and what people can expect in the incoming Elite Dangerous Beta and beyond. David also did a live demo and a developer talk at the event, which you can find by going to youtube.com forward slash EGXTV. Please forgive the audio quality and enjoy the content. Uh, hi, David, welcome back to Lave Radio. Thank you. Uh, on this quick interview, we are here at the uh, EGX Expo in uh, Earl's Courts. We've just come from the uh, Elite Dangerous stand, and wow, to say that it's, uh, it's quite uh, stunning would be an understatement. It's amazing to be here. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. It feels slightly strange, you know, that uh, um, people say you turn into your parents in some ways. You know, <laughs> the, the, the fact that we're now doing all the publishing role, and, but it feels so good. It, it is good. We've been able to do it. So many things, we've all worked together to do it the way we wanted to do them, not necessarily the way a publisher might decree or whatever. Well, I mean, let's start with the fact that obviously this week it's 30 years from the original Elite, uh, 30 years in the industry for you. Uh, what have you achieved uh, that you have been the most proud of, David? I think the um, Frontier is such a wonderful team, so many great people there who've come together. I think that's a great achievement that we've all done, really. Um, I think a good something I'm very proud of in my personal life I got married this year congratulations, congratulations. Um, which is, is, is lovely but um, obviously Elite Dangerous I'm extremely proud of um, you know, especially what we've got in the galaxy I, think that I, I personally just love I love it I'm so <laughs> pleased we've done it well try and cast your mind back 30 years uh, one of the questions that we had to ask from the community was um, if you can remember, what was the hardest aspect or the most challenging aspect of the development of the original Elite that you and Ian put together? What was the thing that gave you guys headaches? Um, I think through the sort of genesis of it, different things caused different problems, each of which were potentially show-stopping headaches. Um, so, I mean, obviously, sort of 3D was an issue, but that was something that was sorted before we really started the project. So I think just making a world that was big enough to be worth exploring. And I mean, when you put it into context, the BBC Micro had 22K of usable memory, if you allow 10K for the stream. And that's not a lot. You know, it's less than typical email. And so, you know, trying to work out, can we do 10 systems, can we do 20, 30, 40, until the eureka moment. I was playing around with how to generate data I actually thought, wait a second, we can just store the random numbers in. <laughs> and because <clears throat> that unlocked so many things. And that was, I mean, actually, as it happened, probably the start of procedural generation for the whole industry. Absolutely. Well, I mean, talking about the industry, obviously, um, 
the Kickstarter for Elite Dangerous and Star Citizen was a big shift in the industry as to how people were actually starting to you know get funding. What's it like for you guys? I know mean, I know you've published games yourselves before, but to do a sort of a big AAA title and publish it yourself and come to these sort of events, how are you finding that? Oh, in fact, it's really good. I mean, it, what was good, what we did decide first to do smaller sort of mobile games ourselves, like Lost Winds, which were very successful for us and really good. I'm not meaning to belittle mm. them, but they were obviously less of a risk for the company than something like Elite. But with Elite, you know, we had the confidence, we had the backing, you know, that we'd done so many games before, you know, and done them on time, on budget, that we knew we had a very, very good understanding of the process. And we just needed to have the discipline of following that process, um, which we've been doing. So I, I was sort of quietly confident. But with all of these things, it's a big thing mm. to, to do. You know, and um, you know, it's, it needs a really good team to all be pulling in the same direction. And we've got that, and that's what's great. You know, a lot of people have worked together for a very long time. Well, talking about the team, let's move on to Elite Dangerous. Um, obviously, you gave a, a great talk, and we saw it running earlier on. Uh, the first question that came out from the internet was uh, Lake on 7, David. You went Lake on 6, Lake on 7, Lake on 9. Uh, is there a Lake on 7 there that we haven't seen yet? There might well be more <laughs> Lake on ships to come. Um, I, I think the, it really what we tried to do is to get a feel for the naming from different manufacturers. And I think, you know, the, I mean, the ASP is a Lacon um, ship as well, remember, but it, if you look at the history, there's a lo whole load of history behind this. It's because Lacon bought um, the various, you know, the, we've got, have different companies buy each other, and then the design becomes one of their designs, and they make it fit into their range, if you like. Well, obviously, we're days away from the big Beta 2 launch. Uh, what can you tell us in terms of you know, what exciting new weapons and equipment can people <laughs> expect to play in Beta 2? Well, um, I think from a weapon point of view, we've got uh, mine launchers, uh, which we did actually trail in the video earlier. Uh, so, so therein, um, there are a lot of improvements. You can also tune a lot of things now, shields and things like that, which you couldn't do before. So we're just adding this so much detail and richness um, that's, that's coming. Um, you know, the, there are the big headline features, obviously, um, like the ASP that I've mentioned, like news feeds, like outposts. All of these things make quite a big difference. You know, the way the missions are working is changing. Um, the fact that we've got so many more systems, we've got some exploration mechanics in there now. Um, you know, and just so many little changes, you know, in terms of performance, visual changes. Um, hopefully people who come to EGX will see minor changes to the, to the dashboard and all that sort of thing. Um, so uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a big change. We're still on track, you know, with so many things going in. And um, little things that some people will notice, some people won't care so much about. Like SLI, for example. If you've got a dual... Um, your graphics cards we can now take advantage of them properly. Even, I mean, just watching it on the screens, one of the, the, the nice touches that I noticed was the fact that when you highlight a ship, their elite rating comes up. Yes. And you know whether or not that's a safe ship to maybe go and tackle, or if it's, a, <laughs> if it's an elite ship, you do the brave Sir Robin and you turn around and you run away. So uh, it's a lovely little touch and works really, really nicely with the interface. Um, just talking about uh, missions then, a uh, few questions that we've got from the community around missions. Um, are there going to be mission chains or story arcs within the game? Uh, yes. So there are small... You know, the, the, what is a story? Uh, and a lot of it is what you make of it as well. 
Um, you know, we, we, we're already seeing a bit of a story this week with the rise in tensions in Erinin and um, the, you know, the communist government somewhat beleaguered by the um, federally backed, or are they federally backed, uh, rebels and all of this sort of thing. Um, I, I love that sort of thing. And what we, we are doing is we're being led by the game. It's interesting, since we published these sort of the background to it, and uh, you see the, um, the government... The, the Erdogan government being addressing people as comrades and all this thing. We've seen a big flip of people moving towards the rebels, <laughs> you know, especially in the US. And I think that's really interesting. Well, the other question that we've got, and I think you also touched on it when we were doing the, the talk earlier on. Um, can you give us any information about um, what the developers are doing to implement missions which encourage players to, to team up? Um, I think more of that is, is to come, but it's what we've been doing is putting in the framework. Mm. Um, so, in terms of mission, multiplayer missions, then I, d- I don't think we're going to see them really for beta 2, mm. other than things where you can cooperate to make, to make it easier for people. Um, in terms of you know, the way things can happen in the game and lots of people do the same things, we've already sort of got that. So, you, you, you team up whether you're helping the rebels with running guns. Um, you can also, um, if people are smuggling, it's already the case that you can distract the police. They yeah. scan you while the other guy goes past <laughs> because you know you're clean. I mean, I, I, I've, it's su- such amazing behaviours I've seen of people cooperating, you know, like the blockade of Freeport last week. All of those things, I thought, wow, that's not, we didn't really expect that. So we're expecting things that we don't expect now. We start, you know, expecting interesting contrary behaviour because I think it's fun. Uh, another question, obviously, we, we've got people that are explorers and people that want to be um, <coughs> do missions. What about piracy and uh, mining, people are asking. How will the mining mechanic work? I know that's not beta 2, but how do you see that working going forward? So the, um, there are different types of mining. You know, there's, there's mining going all the way back to the original elite, which is sort of blowing bits of asteroids and scooping them up. Um, and also, over time, we will bring in machines that you deploy, that you then go and get things from, like in Frontier. Um, And as that sort of comes in, you know, mining asteroids or whatever, it actually feeds into exploration as well, because um, finding a source of, I don't know, precious metals, for example, is is unlikely, because most of the places in the core systems would have been mined out. Mm. Um, Although the occasional outer planet might have a metallic ring that you might discover and you'll have to keep a secret. Because if you don't keep it secret, it will get mound out quite quickly. Because, of course, the beauty here is if someone sees you coming back with a hole full of, hole full of gold, they'll think, well, there's no real reason to trade gold. So clearly he's got it from somewhere. And so it, all those rumours sort of build up. And I think that's quite exciting. You know, the, the, uh, as I said in the talk today, you know, the 1849 gold rush, it was something like two and a half weeks they managed to keep it secret. I wonder how long it's going to be before we see that actually appearing in the Elite Dangerous uh, yeah. universe. It would be quite interesting to see. Um, the other question we've got is uh, about interdictions. Obviously, we've seen that we can understand how it's going to work. When's that going to be implemented? Right, so that's coming. It's not in um, Beta 2 yet, but it will come. And it's you can see people in supercruise already. Mm-hmm. You can follow them through supercruise, so you've actually almost got. So you can track when they come out of it. Um, but buying a device which pulls them out of it—that's how it will work. And it will be quite 
costly to do and they're quite skillful to do because you have to be quite close. But that will come. Okay, well, once again, David from the crew of the Orange Sidewinder and the listeners of Lave Radio, thank you for the work you and the team are doing. Keep doing it and we'll catch you soon. Thank you very much. All Excellent. the best. Thank you very much. Two seconds, I'll be right back.